I remember back in the 70s, there was a big TV series on. It was on the CBC, and it was uh, it was from a Pierre Burton uh, novel. Ended up being a multi-part series called The Last Spike, The National Dream. And that was about the, the connection from coast to coast in Canada of a rail line. Uh, 1871, 1885, it sort of reshaped uh, this nation, absolutely. That's what brought the nation together, to have it connected from west to east coast. There is a different kind of connection that is is less about country making, but maybe it's about building a community, and it is the uh, Cross-Canada Trail. Uh, and it's it's the Trans-Canada Trail is what it's called. And as you know, it is uh, partially through Edmonton, through our River Valley, an ability that you could walk or ride a bike or whatever, it literally from one side of the country all the way to the other. That isn't a highway. That it, that it, it, uh, it highlights some of the, the more natural, beautiful areas to get through uh, our, our nation. It's still not quite done. Uh, but obviously, that's, that's, that's a big job uh, to get this all set up. There's still chunks within Edmonton that need to be done to connect uh, Devon for example, into Edmonton's uh, River, Val- River Valley. Uh, so why? Why do this? Uh, it's a pretty expensive, wide-ranging community-building exercise, isn't it? There's a study that's been done to try to quantify uh, some of the impact of this. Environmental, certainly, if you're building trails through beautiful areas, there's going to be environmental. It's great to get people outside, so I'm sure there's a health impact. Is there is there an economic impact? Is is there a, not a, a net profit, I suppose, to society, or is it just something that'll cost us money? All of these things being done in, in what's being called a first-of-its-scale study. Uh, Christine Archibald is the executive director of the River Valley Alliance, joining us this morning to just talk about this, this study and the numbers and, and what this all boils down to. Christine, thanks so much for taking time. Nice to talk to you. Thanks, Daryl. Happy to be here talking with you. I guess in my mind, there would be obvious benefits for health. You have a trail. That means people can get out and walk. They can get some exercise and get some fresh air. It'd be good for mental health, be good for physical health. I guess that's obvious, is it not? It is obvious, I hope, yes. <laughs> is there a, is, uh, will this study look at the potential uh, for you know environmental cost? Uh, because if you're going through some of those areas, there are, there, there, there's got to be some environmental cost. Or how is this being approached? Well, I'd hope to think that there's more environmental benefit, actually. Um, the trail itself is a very small portion um, that's actual infrastructure. It's a very small right-of-way that goes through more than 8,000 hectares of actual parkland. And so parkland helps to preserve those areas as parks, as green spaces, and protect those diverse ecosystems. Yeah, so uh, absolutely. I guess it's just cutting uh, cutting out a uh, six-foot-wide path or whatever. How how extensive is this trail? Give us an idea as to what's being built. Are we talking about boardwalks? Is it just a cleared space? Uh, because that will, that will help us to set up the next part, which is the economic conversation. But tell us more about the trail itself, the parameters of it. Yeah, so it's it's a multi-purpose trail. So it, some of it is paved, um, most especially within the borders of the city of Edmonton. But our trail in particular, the um, Squitchy Canal, recently named um, Beaver Hill Road in English, uh, flows all the way from Parkland County, Devon, um, through the city of Edmonton, Strathcona County, mm-hmm. um, into Fort Saskatchewan, ends in Sturgeon County. So 
So you'll um, come across many different aspects of along the trail. You'll go through urban centres in the in the more paved areas. You'll cross pedestrian bridges. Some that are more elaborate, like the Twilliger Footbridge. Um, some that are really small scale and just very um, there for serving the purpose. And then you'll go through um, rural communities, sometimes just farmers' fields to this one side of you and the river to the other. And those are often just granular trails. So you'll see it all. Well, obviously, there's a, there's a lot of costs. This is not uh, an inexpensive venture to go through, not just to build it, but to also maintain all of those trails uh, after the fact. So it, it's going to cost some cash. Does it make us any cash? Is there an economic upside to the, uh, to the trail? Um, I would say 100% yes, and I um, there's statistics to back me up on that. If you were to um, read the recent report that was um, released by TransCanada Trail, um, they have across the country the economic benefits. Um, our trail here in the Edmonton region, um, around $145 million per year economic benefit. Um, it's it's this actual this trail is North America's longest river valley trail. It connects North America's most extensive really the River Valley Park system. Um, once complete, it holds really great potential as a sustainable sustainable tourist de- tourism destination. Um, it supports new and existing businesses. It results in job creation. It results in increased revenues for local businesses. It makes the region more attractive to new businesses and new residents. So there's a huge economic benefit for sure. Uh, who created the study? Because I am looking at it and I've been able to, to, to check it out here. And uh, tctrail.ca is the, is the website if you want to go and, and find it. So how was this study done? Who who did it? Because you know, you know the drill. Anytime anybody commissions any kind of a study, uh, there, there are critics who will say, well, you're going to come up with the answers that you wanted to come up with. So how did this all work? Well, uh, TransCanada Trail uh, commissioned the study. Um, they used uh, a consultant actually out of Philadelphia that has a lot of expertise in quantifying economic impact of public infrastructure and policy. Um, so this study extensively, it took... I think over a year to to put all this information together. It examined the the TCT trail that spans 28,000 kilometers through um, all of our almost all of our provinces and territories. Um, it looked at national survey fundings. It looks at looked at on the ground trail usage data. It took in insights from Statistics, Statistics Canada. Pardon me. Mm. So it really drew from a, a broad swath of information, um, not just information that they created on their own or went and looked for on their own, but that had been um, put out there by other parties. So it was really, I think, um, well done. So why commission the study? Uh, what what does it get used for? I, I would think, uh, Mr. Cynical over here, it's used for ammunition in conversations to get more funding to perpetuate the trail. And isn't that a good thing? Um, no, 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 I'm just saying, yeah. there's always a reason <laughs> for it. What are you doing? <laughs> well, trail systems really do provide valuable economic and public health benefits, social benefits to the communities that they serve. But unfortunately, they're often understated or overlooked um, when, when you know, investments are considered being considered for this type of infrastructure. Um, you know, we have our work cut out for us in advocating for funding. Um, like you had mentioned, a lot of money has gone into this, a lot of time, um, a lot of volunteer hours. The RVA is, is except for our councillors that um, are appointed by our municipal- municipalities, we're we're basically volunteer run. We have a very small team of three in the office. So this is a passion project. It's been 20 years 
in the making. It's had $110 million of funding put into it over those 20 years, so not all at once. Um, and we're about $20 million away from finishing the thing. Um, so, you know, just uh, over, not, we can't understate or overstate how important that is to the community for all of these reasons that are stated in the report. Now, when you say $20 million away from completing the thing, is that the thing here in Edmonton? Is that our section? That is the thing here course? in Edmonton. That's, that's our Emskutia, Meskinel, Beaver Hill Road trail, yes. I'd double-dog you in the future to just refer to it as the thing. The thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it kind of stands on its own. It's that it important. Uh, and just before I let you go, so how how much needs to be done still as far as kilometers? What's the timeline? And, and, and then uh, once you've finished with uh, the local thing, what about the national thing? Is the trail close to being completed nationwide? Uh, well, that would have to be, you have to read the study to um, see uh, where they are with that. They're doing really, really well. Um, they have... 28,000 kilometers. It's the longest connected trail in the world. Mm-hmm. So it's something that we should all as Canadians be super proud of. And then right, right here in our own backyard is our the, the thing, <laughs> the Amiskatiamiskanau <laughs> Trail. We should probably stop doing that. It might take a life of its North own. America, yeah. Right, exactly. So we're 25 kilometers away from completion. Okay. Um, all of that 25 kilometers is in the southwest from the West Anthony Hende Bridge. If you're familiar with the trail, that's mm-hmm. where it ends. Um, and then it picks up again in the town of Devon. So there's that swath there in the southwest. Um, it's divided into segments, and each segment is somewhere between two to five or six million dollars to complete. A total of about eighteen million dollars would do the whole thing. Um, and yeah, if if you followed our one third, one third, one third funding model, I know that's a tongue twister to say, but we're municipally, provincially, and federally funded. So each of those areas of government provides a third of that funding. So about six million dollars a piece and and we did it We're, we reached the finish line uh in about how long three years four years Two years? Uh, yeah, hopefully. Um, we're advocating for that funding now. We don't currently have that in our hand. Um, so that's something that we talk to the government uh, about on a local uh, or a regional and federal level all of the time. All right. I appreciate your time this morning, uh, Christine. Uh, thank you so much. Good chatting with you. Thank you so much, Daryl. Appreciate it. Okay. Bye-bye. Uh, Christine Archibald bye-bye. is the Executive Director of the River Valley Alliance. If you want to see this study, you want to see about the rest of the trail all across Canada, tctrail.ca is the website to uh, check out.